This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. Daryl Ryder, Andy Baskin. Quick reminder that mobile sports betting has been legal in the state of Ohio since January, and BetQL is here to help you make the most informed bets possible. See all of today's best bets by heading to BetQL.com or by downloading the BetQL app. Claim your free three-day trial today. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 92.3 The Fan for exclusive sportsbook offers. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. So we talked a little bit about Denzel Ward coming back, but let's health-wise – I can't remember the last time the Browns were in this good of shape walking into a season. How are they looking going into this game against the Bengals? I'm with you. I, I don't ever remember a Browns team uh, this being uh, this uh, this healthy. Uh, Ward, I mean, I'm just gonna. I, I just feel like he's gonna play. All right, that means he's gonna play. I agree with you. I'm knocking on wood. Yeah, I see your camera shaking like crazy. I'm hoping, uh, but. You know, looking at the the injury report, um, you know, Marquise Goodwin, uh, Kevin Stefanski said he's on track. Good. Uh, You know, Juan Thornhill, uh, Denzel Ward, and Alex Wright, all of those guys limited with injuries. But, yeah, this is the healthiest. I mean, aside from Jakeem Grant, Jakeem Grant's the only player they lost for the season of significance during training camp in the preseason. Think about that for a second, right? I mean, we usually see them lose two, three, sometimes four. Oh, I, can't, I have like Charles Bentley floating through my mind right, right. now. Well, you, you understand what I'm saying, right? I mean, yeah. So they got through the preseason relatively unscathed. So uh, they're in pretty good shape heading in uh, to uh, this season opener from a health standpoint. So barring anything happening uh, during Thursday and Friday's practice, uh, as we record this on a Wednesday afternoon, I, I feel like the Browns are in really, really good shape, Andy. Um, let's talk about Joe Burrow for a second in this game, because I, I mean, obviously there are, I mean, we're talking about one of the best quarterbacks in the game and the Browns defense is going to have a chance to jump out there and show us how good they are. I think the defense is greatly improved. I know that I say that all the time, but last year it was pretty evident that they were going to struggle against the run up the middle because they just didn't have the impact players. Um, on the defensive tackle spot. So this year, I feel like they do. I feel like Dalvin Tomlinson can do what he needs to do. I feel like Shelby Harris can do what he needs to do. I really, really think that they're going to give Joe Burrow some fits. And I'm not just talking about that line. I'm talking about the defensive backs, especially if Denzel Ward's in there too. I just think the defense has been improved. What say you? Well, let, let's just look at what you know Burrow has done against the Browns in his career. He's completing over 66% of his passes, twice as many touchdowns and interceptions at 10 to 5. Uh, Burrow's only won one of the, the, the five games that he's played, just under 1,500 yards of passing uh, for his career against the Browns as well. So it's not like Burrow has played 
poorly against the Browns. That's a misnomer. Like people look at his record like, ah, Joe Burrow can't beat the Browns. He's just, they have his number. I don't know necessarily about that. You know what I mean? It's the anti Roethlisberger. Yeah. I just feel like things have kind of bounced the Browns way a little bit in some of these games. Um, So I don't necessarily believe that um, Burrow can't beat the Browns. He beat them last year. Remember that Uh, and beat them soundly last year. And in fact, that game on Halloween, ended up changing the trajectory of the Browns season as well. So, um, you know, Anthony Walker calls the front four defensive linemen. He calls them the engine uh, of the defense. That They are the ones that really kind of set the tempo, set the pace and whatnot. Um, you know, Miles Garrett coming off back-to-back 16-sack seasons. Can he increase those numbers? My question is – not whether or not he can increase those numbers. Can his sacks, or I should say, will his sacks come at meaningful junctures in games? That's what I'm looking for for Miles Garrett this year, right? They were able to trade for Zedarius Smith. They broke out the checkbook and got uh, Dalvin Tomlinson here. Uh, they then uh, late uh, in the process, right, during training camp, signed Shelby Harris to come here. Uh, and, and, and uh, you know, push Jordan Elliott out uh, of the starting lineup. Obo Okoronkwo, they brought him here. Uh, before they even got to Darius Smith, Obo was supposed to be the guy to line up opposite Miles Garrett. So now you have three starting defensive ends uh, there. So, um, when you know, the, the linebackers, I have questions about health and durability. Uh, Sione Takitaki, Anthony Walker, both coming off significant injuries. They're going to play Sunday. But I, I, I just, ha- I, in my head, I have those questions. Uh, D, uh, in the secondary, I feel good about uh, a lot of the key playmakers there. I love the addition of Juan Thornhill. It kind of feels like he's going to be a ball hawk type of a safety for them. Um, uh, really, really like, uh, obviously, Denzel Ward, two-time pro bowler. If he's healthy, I think he's one of the premier players at his position in the game. Uh, Greg Newsom, big, uh, I, I really like him a lot. I know he's not always been crazy about his role here. I think he's got a ton of talent. MJ Emerson or Martin Emerson, whatever you want to call him. Uh, I think he, uh, that is a brilliant find by Andrew Berry uh, in the later rounds of the draft. I like him a lot. So yeah, when, when I look at all three layers of this defense, Andy, I feel pretty good uh, about they ha- what they have, especially those starters and uh, the upper tier, the key reserve players feel good about it deeper down the line that depth i don't know but starters and uh primary role players feel pretty good about where they're at on that side of the ball for so Darrell, one of the aspects of this team that I, I i like a lot is thornhill and double o because those guys have been there they have seen the promised land they understand the super bowl they understand what it's like to not only play out the regular season but to get there, get to the playoffs, win in the playoffs, and then get to be in the big show. And I, I just think that for years this team has had talent, but no one understood the experience of trying to run the whole stretch, of running a whole marathon. We're pretty good at half marathons every once in a while. We're great. We are great at running the first mile. Kevin Stefanski could be the best mile coach in the NFL when you think about some of the schemes that he's put together uh, to start football games. But these two guys alone on defense, I look at them and say, man, they get it. They understand it. And if you're not learning from them on how to play the game, then you're making a mistake. 
Well, yeah, and uh, you know, Kevin Stefanski's September record's pretty good too, right? Yeah. I, you know, they 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 tend to play uh, well early in the season. The, the problem has been sustaining that, um, you know, down the line, uh, going in, going deeper uh, into the season. And in fact, I'm pulling it up right now because uh, it got sent to me <clears throat> this week. Uh, Kevin, do Stefan- not look up opening day wins, please. Don't do that. I'm not, I don't do- see I'm not going there. Uh, but okay. in, in the month of September, Kevin Stefanski is ten and three, or I should say six and three. Okay, um, that is the third best winning percentage behind Sean McVay of the Rams, who's sixteen and four in the month, eight hundred mm-hmm. winning percentage there uh, out uh, on the West Coast, and then Matt Lafleur, uh, no relation to Peter Lafleur, uh, but Matt Lafleur of the Green Bay Packers, he is ten and three. Or uh, Peter LeCocq, the former uh, Kansas City Royal, who was, I think, the son-in-law of the guy that hosted Hollywood Squares, Peter Marshall. Okay, good. Sorry. Uh, by the way, uh, Kevin Stefanski has a better winning percentage in the month of September than John Harbaugh does with the Baltimore Ravens. Harbaugh's 33 and 17, and the quick math there is 660. So, um, Any chance they'll start the playoffs then uh, in October? No, zero. Zero percent chance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, um, uh, unfortunately, it is an 18-week 18, uh, 18 season, 17 games in total. Um, and the schedule is kind of daunting for the Browns. Uh, they're going to have to be road warriors down the stretch uh, if they're going to get into uh, the playoffs. But I expect that they will do just fine. All right, Daryl, um, as we continue to talk a little bit more about this team and this game, I want to talk about what you're expecting on Sunday, what we can expect from the Bengals, what we can expect – from the Browns, and I also um, want to talk about some of the rule changes and some of the things we're going to see across the league, some of the big storylines as we head into week one uh, and what we're going to be watching for because I think it can be a really, really exciting season, and there are so many great storylines. So we'll talk about that next on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland.